Hello. Hello. And welcome to take two of episode 23 of Just Another Football Podcast with me, Danny Miller. And me, Josh Bettley. Now, we have, as this has happened before, previously recorded the start of this podcast and it decided that it was going to crash and keep crashing, which is shit. Uh, but here we are, a bit later this week than usual, but whatevs, you've got, you've, you, we were late last week. For the, the upside of the technical difficulty is the viewers won't get the opportunity to listen about a bodily function that I was describing. Yes, that is true. That is true. That will forever remain a mystery. We'll, we'll bring it up at some point. We'll crack on with uh, uh, probably it's not the best weekend of football we've ever seen, but some uh, some interesting stories uh, throughout anyway. Um, and we're going to start at Wembley uh, uh, with Spurs beating Newcastle 1-0 I was there um, my first ever trip to Wembley we were just saying uh, as we got cut off before that Wembley is like such a weird stadium uh, it's kind of like a shopping centre with a football pitch in the middle of it and uh, go on you look like you were going to say something there I'm going to take your shopping centre analogy and raise you they've put a football pitch in the middle and gone let's build a concert venue yes and then and they've left put, the football pitch yeah <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they've done, and like you can get like popcorn and pick and mix and like stone baked pizzas at half time and stuff like that. I'm like, that's not a football stadium. Like, like I said before, we were at Ewood Park maybe what four weeks ago, shivering. three weeks ago, shivering, going inside, getting a pint, a pint at half time for like four quid, ten pound for a pint, a pint at Wembley. But like daylight robbery. Go on. If there's a massive queue at Wembley, you just go a bit further down. You find one that doesn't have a queue. Yeah. I tell you what, it was empty. The stadium was empty. Yeah. It was four. It was capped at sixty k. Uh, Newcastle took three thousand two hundred fans. Right. Oh shit! This Spurs have capped it for away fans at Wembley. Three thousand two hundred. Okay. That sold out obviously like straight away. I actually bought tickets just above the away fans in the home section and I was sat around a few Newcastle fans to be fair um, but 18,000 unsold seats I know last week in midweek it was the it was a rec- league record high for the number of unsold seats which was 29,000 at a Premier League game unsold um, How many of those 18,000 do you think would have been filled by Newcastle fans? Good few thousand so like why don't they just increase the I mean they have the option to Spurs fans didn't sing all game anyway do you reckon they're just like they're not really asked about playing at Wembley now the novelty's probably worn off for them uh, still, I still don't agree with them having games there mm, yeah it seems club football like apart from the, the obvious but like regular club football yeah I mean it would make sense to have their like Champions League games there I think but yeah but their support was shit like they yeah. sang like twice it was all Newcastle fans and so the atmosphere in the stadium was dead <laughs> I enjoyed the stadium and it was like kind of what I ex- it wasn't what I expected in terms of the stuff in the stadium I mean like our entrance was Club Wembley Main which is obviously we uh, go up like 6,000 escalators yeah, to get and then to I had to walk like for about three and a half years to get to actually where I was sat in the ground which was on the opposite side of the stadium mm-hmm. um, but because I was in a higher tier I had to go into Club Wembley Main which is just ma- I just don't know how this works on like if the if it is 
what's the capacity 90 90 like if there's 90,000 people there I just don't know how that works see both times I've been it's been a sellout so yes. I've had a, the complete opposite and actually obviously the first time I went was to see Billy Joel yeah so you had the 90,000 plus however many on the floor yeah and actually that was probably the joint best sound I've ever heard at a gig oh, it really? was like I was sat in his front room and he was playing to me oh really yeah because they didn't just have like the how have we got on to talking about something other than football yeah. again <laughs> uh, they didn't just have the speakers like on the edge of the stage but they had like a staggered amount like oh, did it? halfway the, up oh that's yeah, good which was well good you don't see that very often but I suppose it is massive like I walked in and I was like this is massive it is massive but like the whole top tier was empty it was a smattering of Spurs fans in a couple yeah. of the top sections and but you know like empty seats everywhere and getting onto the game it probably reflected that really it was fucking freezing I have to say and it wasn't the best game ever um, but I thought Newcastle defended brilliantly Lucas Moura had a really good chance in the first uh, 20 minutes or so where he headed it straight over the bar um, free header pretty much uh, both teams hit the woodwork as well Rondon with a header hit the post um, Perez had a really good opportunity at the end of the first half as well to put Newcastle one up he did all the hard work and then instead of having a goal goal he just passed it across the box like this is one of the things that I think Almiron coming in is going to help with because Perez's decision making is poor was he in a similar position to when he scored that goal against Blackburn where he just hit it maybe a little bit further towards the byline and a little bit further in but I mean if he'd just worked Lloris there might have been a corner there but he just passed it across the box and Atu was obviously nowhere to be seen because he was anonymous on Saturday Spurs have won all 12 of their home games against teams in the bottom half this season does this put them in with a chance do you think who was I listening to on Classic Match of the Day um, saying if City are in the title race then so are Spurs because yeah, they're I only agree. one point behind two, them two I think two and I can hit you with my stat well five, five points at this moment in time because City have just scored Laporte has just scored against Everton so they're going top of the Premier League as it stands go on hit me with this stat so I think this puts into perspective how good a job Poch and, to some extent, Daniel Levy has done. Okay. Spurs could double their wage bill and sign seven players on a hundred grand a week, and they'd still be spending less on wages than Man City. Yeah, I've heard that stat as well. That's Crazy! Mad, isn't it? That's a mad stat. Crazy! They've only spent 148 million under Pochettino, I think, which is like pales in, into insignificant, really. Is that net or in total? And uh, well, that's their net spend. Cray, which is mad, isn't it? Because isn't there like on Levy's like grand plan or whatever? They're supposed to finish fourth this season. Oh, really? So this was supposed to be like their first Champions League season since Poch came in. Yeah. Wow. Well. It's impressive. Although I didn't think they played necessarily very well on Saturday. I thought again we're going to talk about we'll talk about performances. The first player I want to talk about is uh, Son. Um, you watched the game or bits anyway. Bits. Uh, how do you think Son played? He gets all the headlines, doesn't he? Because he scored the goal. But I mean, he was all he he did a job, didn't he? Yeah. I think when they brought Lorente on, he was able to then take up the spaces that he wants to occupy but yeah. when it was just him and Lucas Moura 
they didn't really have a focal point yeah I didn't feel like Son played particularly well to be honest um, but again he's popped up with a goal um, 11 in his last 14 for yeah. Spurs and uh, I think he's got 6 assists in that time or something as well yeah um, the goal itself was poor goalkeeping. You would you would argue um, yes, but it should have been handball. I think yeah. I'm not going to comment on this because so, I, I didn't see this in the ground. I saw it on replay. So you had no complaints at the time. No, not, the time. not at all. What I would argue but, is Lorente. Yeah, I'm sat like about with three a player, with a player in front of me about three miles yeah, away. Yeah. I, it's difficult because for me Lorente's probably fouled because I think it's Fernandez like really yeah. like really does like give him a proper shove and actually his hand is down by his, mm, I mean uh, there's a lot of ifs yeah. and buts but then really Debravka should have saved it yeah but the the argument I'll make is that uh, he's saved us a lot more points than he's lost over yeah. the last year I mean and actually it's one of those where the slow motion replay makes it look even worse but Son hit that hard yeah, and, and he hit dipped, it early it dipped at like a really shit time bounce just in front of him so I think you can be forgiven but uh, it will go down as a goalkeeping error unfortunately um, Spurs have earned the most points nine with goals in the 80th minute or later yeah doesn't surprise me they're a, they're a late team uh, a late Winner team, I would say. At the minute they haven't drawn for twenty nine games. Yeah, it's mad. No draws a season. Bit like the cheeky Naldos. We've, yeah. ne- we've never drawn either. Have we not? No. Never. Ever. Fucking hell. Um, yes or no answer to this before we move on. Son for football of the year. Can I tell you why I can't give you a yes or no answer? Yes. Because if Liverpool win the league, it'll be a Liverpool player. But if not, I think it'll be Son. Even if Man City win title? Yeah. Because theirs has been well, like a team effort. Yeah. Who do you think will get it if... It'll be, it'll be Van Dyke. Yeah. Uh, you thought right. I was going to say Salah then, didn't you? I nearly went... Salah didn't even make it into your half team of the season, so... Mate, neither would Messi. He's on his downward curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally shoot me for yeah, that comment. For fuck's sake. I'm just about three years too early. Yeah. Um, Alright, let's move on then. Um, Everton versus Wolves. They finished 3-1 to Wolves. Um, I, I mean, there's only one real thing to talk about from this game. And that was the cat on the pitch. What a performance. What a performance. A uh, heat map that James Milner would have been proud of, I think. Yes. Um, it was probably the best part of Everton's performance, to be honest. Cause have you heard the commentator who was just commentating on the cat for like 90 seconds unbroken? Oh, really? Like, and he's charging down the wing and Pickford's <laughs> out of his box and he's, oh, it's just wide of the post and he's off, he's past the policeman and he's gone. It's so funny. We should find that and play it at the end so of the podcast. So funny. We probably just won't. Crisis uh, at Everton? Uh, it's not a crisis. 11 points from their last out of 30 yeah they've lost their last uh, one win from their last six at home also fuck me where has Leighton Baines come from they've dragged um, his skeleton well, out of the cupboard I'll tell you where he's come from he's come from well behind and fouled Doherty in the box oh. for the first goal um, do you know what I love stupid, though stupid absolutely stupid no complaints he's just like he's sort of like fallen over and taken him down with him hasn't yeah. he and he's just like stood up and gone yeah I can't really argue that Neves was Wolves third penalty taker this season uh, or like 
the third player to take a penalty for Wolves. He's done it before, I think, and they've all scored. So mm. it's yes. nice to have options there. It's their uh, first win at Goodison Park for 40 years. Really? Bloody hell. Um, Andre Gomez scored a brilliant goal to make it 1 1. Yeah. Screamer. Um, but Everton have con. Um, for the next goal, for Jimenez's goal, Everton have conceded 11 goals from set pieces this season. Who is that? I think it was Football Daily, and someone was saying. They've got absolute giants at the back. I know, but this is uh, again what well, we've talked about Marco Silva before, and people can complain about the players. And I've heard a lot of people complain the players need to step up and and all this and that. It's like, yeah, you're not wrong, but also things like that, like the t- like stuff from a corner like that, is the it's the it's manager's kick, tactics. Uh, yeah, from a free yeah. kick. It's the manager's tactics. Have you, did you watch match of the day? Uh, yes. So have you seen? The, have you seen the stat? So like the three Premier League teams he's managed, they've all con- yeah. they've conceded the most from set pieces. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me at all because the way that he sets up his defence in those uh, situations, I'm not saying zonal marking is a bad thing because it's not because some teams play it to perfection. It's not if it's done properly, but like Richarlison just didn't do his job. Yeah, and it's just la- it's just lazy. It's just lazy. I just think they don't work on it. It just looks like they don't work on that stuff in training. Or if they do work on it players like Richarlison aren't really paying attention yeah. to what he's supposed to do for me um, for me Silva has like a limited amount of time left at that club um, they'll probably keep him to the end of the season you and think then it would make sense wouldn't it yeah well the question the question you've got to ask is who who's going to come in if god can if you imagine if well went to Everton but no. I, I, it's interesting because people say, "Oh, Marco Silva has brought this style of play to Everton." Well, Wolves actually schooled them yeah. on on Saturday on actually on how to play football. So I don't I don't think anyone can, and they're going to lose again at home tonight. It looks like. I mean, now playing Man City, but Newcastle won against Man City playing a certain style of football. I'm not saying it's the a right or wrong way, but they stopped Man City from playing and they got a result. So it is possible. They complete all three goals. Like Baines was poor for the penalty, set piece conceding, and then Lookman's just like giving the ball away, and they're not bothered to like go with the bloke who he's lost the ball to. Yeah. And, um, so you think Marco Silva has until the end of the season? I think. Say? I think. I mean, they're going through managers like they're going out of fashion. Everton. Mm-hmm. Maybe David Moyes <laughs> is going to go back. David Wagner. Well, that that was my shout, but then we, then you said like time out of football. But then is yeah. this enough time? And like Everton would probably be a big step up financially. They've spent three hundred million in the last three seasons. Yeah, fifty million on Sigurdsson. I think I'm not going to say Sigurdsson's a problem here, but I think um, he plays four two three one whatever. But they're getting out numbered in the middle mm-hmm. so often just with those two pivot players yeah because well, Rick Sigurdsson doesn't do that much defensively on d- on deadline day there was talk of Idrissa Gay going out to PSG and he complained that he wanted to go and all this but if they lost Idrissa Gay that would be such a huge huge loss to Everton and like I feel like now they haven't let him go and they've had that bidding for him if he downs tools they're they're fucked basically because they're just going to leak goals through that midfield. I like that system. I like four-two-three-one system. I think that's the best system for Everton to play. But their front four don't work hard enough defensively. No. I don't think. Well, they've got Walcott, 
Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson, uh, Richarlison, and Bernard's their like first choice, isn't it? Yeah. How many players of Wolves <laughs> you've d- used in the league this season? Uh, Eighteen. Correct. We've done um, our homework this yeah. week, haven't we? <laughs> um, yeah, Wolves were Wolves were really good, clinical, which is what they weren't in the first half of the season. Are they going to get seventh? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Wolves play Newcastle on Monday Night Football. Almiron's debut prediction. Who's at home? Wolves. Wolves. Score draw. One all. I'll take a one all draw, but uh, I would like to think that we will get a win. That's what I love about your support of your team because I know that my team are going to lose next week. <laughs> no, but the, no, but the thing is with Newcastle is you can never fucking tell what they're going to do. They could come yeah. out. They could win ten nil, and people <laughs> would be like, "It's Newcastle, isn't it?" My dad said on Sunday, I was on Skype, he was like, do you know Bolton lost yesterday? And he said, to be honest, I hadn't bothered checking. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even checked Bolton, but uh, I assume they lost again. Well, we were nil-nil after 70-odd minutes, I think, so I was praying, but I didn't want to check. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> we don't have to talk about them later now. Yeah. Um, so a score draw and a win. For, for me, one-nil scraped victory for Newcastle United. Um, Alright, on to the next game Burnley versus Southampton It finished 1-1 uh, Have we seen the most obvious penalty denied Ever <clears> in the <throat> Premier League? Yes But like For me, Ashley Barnes should get Some sort of fine or some retrospective action For that because how he reacted Was appalling I've written exactly it's the same appalling. thing down here. Like imagine How many kids there are watching that in the ground yeah. who are going to go and do something behind similar, the linesman who are going to go and do something similar yeah. to someone and their justification will be well I saw Ashley Barnes do it and he's a professional that's not justification though I mean like I understand that you can understand the frustration at not getting the decision or whatever and it was obvious I think the thing was that the assistant had said to Barnes or oh, it was a penalty and the referee had just not listened to him or he hadn't told the referee or whatever but that reaction was disgusting like the language to be used at an official like that we, we often talk about other sports on here and about like the way that refs are treated I mean I watched a bit of the NFL last week the the referee well the about four and a half million referees that there were on the pitch got ultimate respect throughout the whole game even though they're like barmy old men going yeah. First and fourth. Well, it's the same in, the same in cricket. It's the same in rugby. So why is it any different in football? And that is the I think I've written would a red have been justified. I think so. Yeah, but I think for me the refs booked him for simulation. And if I look at that type of tackle, how can you simulate going down in that scenario? Yeah, that's, yeah. because the keeper's like taken his legs from under him. It was a hundred percent a penalty. Yeah, but then even if it, it, like, if the ref didn't think it, like, for me that wasn't simulation. No, like, it couldn't. There was. I've seen it from about seven angles. There's no way he could have simulated that fall. No, I think you're without right. it being completely obvious because he would have had to have jumped over yeah. it but he didn't he just like fell over this is like fairly early on in the game as well and I think it did have an influence on Burnley's performance they went 1-0 down good hit by Redmond um, Barnes smashed the bar but then they finally got their penalty in the last 5-10 mm-hmm. minutes I think it was uh, Peter Crouch 
on for his debut. Did you see the sign that was put up for no. Peter Crouch on a bridge, on about a ten foot bridge, and it just said, "Mind your head, Peter," or something. Love Welcome it. to Burnley. Um, Do you know what? I absolutely love that transfer. Yeah, it's. I think it's a brilliant love signing it. for both. Love it. Both and parties. Southampton had no idea what to do against yeah, him, exactly. and he's like, what? F- pushing 40 yeah. bones are creaking and yeah. he's like you could just see like was he 30? I think he was 38 there's last so week. much thought going into it as he sort of jumps off the ground yeah. in slow-mo <laughs> but uh, I, I, don't, I didn't see who it was that handballed it so uh, Stevens Jack Stevens, Stevens. Uh, and Barnes put the penalty what's away. he doing with his hand up here well there was a few penalty few decisions this weekend yeah. like this, this weekend that we'll get on to did you know it's both of these silly, teams were undefeated in January in the Premier League really yeah and Tom Heaton hasn't been on the losing side in the Premier League since August 2017 obviously he's been injured that's for a hell qu- of a start for quite a while that's because he was masturbating for two years and it was their first penalty in 68 Premier League games. Yes, it's been a long run. It's the Mental. third longest in the prem, in Premier League history, I think. Without penalty. I've got a stat about Nathan Redmond as well. You what? I've got a stat about Nathan Redmond as well. It's his sixth goal in ten games since Hassan Hootel came in. So his record is parallel with Rashford and Solskjaer. Really? Yeah. Interesting, because he basically had done fuck all before that. Under yeah. Mark Hughes. You've gigged with... Redmond's brother or something haven't you cousin yeah we don't talk about that it was a why interesting day why because oh, it was just yeah just shit was he was he shit no comment okay I'll take that as a yes <laughs> right let's move on he wasn't the worst person there in terms of ability that day oh, okay fair enough that's you the highest compliment I'll give him um <laughs> Next game, Chelsea versus Huddersfield. It finished five nil to Chelsea. What? Chelsea got smashed last week by Bournemouth. Higuain comes in, scores the first goal. What a pass by Kante! Does that show why Kante should be playing a little bit further forward? I was chatting to my brother about this. He's a Chelsea fan. He is. <clears throat> Not a glory supporter, despite his tender years. He was a big Jimmy Floyd fan. As am I, actually. Yeah. Big Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Grew up in Bristol, but not a glorious boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, started supporting them when we lived in Cyprus, actually. Yeah. I don't think supporting Applewell Nicosia was a, <laughs> or Apollon Limassol was a too they high on the agenda. saw them at Everton over um, the last couple of years. Uh, what was the question? No. Uh, and he was... His <laughs> argument was... Sorry, I'm just going a bit mental over here. <laughs> Started weeing every 20 minutes as well. Now I'm 24. It's a bit worrying. I'm just going into that like, old man syndrome. Do you the toilet? No, oh. I've never had to leave the pod for a wee. We've, there's been a few close moments for me. If, if there, to say, ta- I ran out the room afterwards. Yeah, it's, if there was a tap in there that he turned on, <laughs> it'd be a close run thing. And I was saying, he was saying, um, uh, sorry, I was saying, God, what is going on here? <laughs> I was saying, Sarri has bought Jorginho, Jorginho, um, Jorginho, to play how he played at Napoli, yeah. where teams don't pressure you, but in the Premier League team's pressure and for me I was like Jorginho can't play that role consistently in the Premier League Mm. and Sam said yeah but it worked for the first 12 games and I was like yeah sort of fair enough so like it does work but I think it's very easy to I think it's very easy to defend against when Chelsea's attacking players are being subdued as well so I think there has to be a collective effort to stop all parties but 
I think there should be flexibility there to switch Kante and Jorginho's positions around because he could dictate a game from the right-hand side of a three. He doesn't have to be in the centre of the three to do that for me. Yeah. Well, me and my brother and my cousin had a chat about Chelsea today um, and I I said pretty much exactly what you said and I said maybe I'm out of touch but Sarri's unwillingness to change system is the reason why Chelsea won't get in the top four um, and my brother's argument was that they won't get in the top four because their defence is shit and they've played a large percentage of their games without centre forward two interesting stats he told me Chelsea is second in the table for big chances missed behind Watford doesn't surprise me and they've had the second most amount of shots behind Man City which says a lot about their finishing rather than their midfield system. Mm-hmm. My argument was that if you play Kante in the where Jorginho is playing at the minute, do you think that Chelsea would concede less goals even though they're playing essentially David Luiz, who is a terrible defender, and Marcus Alonso, who is not that much better? I think they need to invest in their defence in the summer. Definitely. Well, there's so, talk of we were we were talking today. Koulibaly from Napoli will definitely go. Who's the, the centre uh, half from Ajax? Delit. Oh, Delit. Yeah. Frankie Delit. I mean, uh, the and Manolas or, or, from Rome. Have, is the other Barcelona one. already bought him, or did they buy the other? No, they brought the other wonder kid from Ajax. It's just something else, isn't it? Or yeah, De Jong. De Jong. Yeah, Frankie De Jong. Yeah, no, it's Frank, is it Frankie Delit. No, no, Frankie De Jong and Matthias Delit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, there's Shelling all out. the Dutch people we've ever heard of, and <laughs> Nathan Aki <Yeah. laughs> and Robin van Persie. There we go. Mm. No, this could open a can of worms. Yeah. We could be here all night. Dennis Bergkamp, um, Edgar Davids. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that um, let's just name someone that's not Dutch. Um, but I can't. I was going like to say Dutch. Giovanni van Bronckhorst. <laughs> Oh, Giovanni De Santos sounds like he could be from. Uh, oh no, Dos. <laughs> He's Mexican. Giovanni Van Santos. Yeah, Van Santos. Van Vantos. Um, <laughs> Van Vantos. I like it. Um, Chelsea were largely. Um, I thought they got the rub of the green. Yeah, definitely. Like, they were massively. They were lucky. Um, penalty. For Huddersfield. No, for, for the the Chelsea penalty, was it a penalty? Was it in or outside the box? Oh yeah, no, sorry. Um that should have been a free kick yeah. outside the box. Um First league goal for Hazard since Boxing Day. Oh, that's interesting, but he's already matched his tally for last season. Has he? Twelve. Yeah, twelve in the and he had uh did you get another assist on Saturday? Yeah. Eleven assists this season, twelve goals, eleven assists, not bad. Um Says he's made his decision on his future as well. Interesting. So we'll see where he is in the summer. Um, and then at 1-0, Huddersfield have a massive penalty shout. Describe it to me. Kachunga like chases the ball down the left, dispossesses Christensen, knocks it out of play. And then for me, Christensen clearly makes contact. Yes. And I it's, think the more I watched to, it, the Similar more... to the Fernandinho on Longstaff. Yeah. The, the, the more I watched it, the more I thought it was a penalty. And I he, think I have to admit the first time I watched it I thought mm, I'm not sure but obviously when they put the, I mean the camera angle's fucking miles away but when you see actually close in on the challenge you can see the contact and like players. he's gone down in a lot of pain like yeah. he, he wouldn't have gone down like that you can see him like screaming out yeah. and then for me that's at 1-0 yeah I've got a, I'm not, I mean 
Chelsea probably would have won the game. Soft, but clumped. Yeah, but you are. But you are right. They. I mean, big deflection on Higuain's second goal. Why is that not an own goal? There's no way that's definitely yeah. going in from there. And the other one was Louise. Big deflection on Louise's header at the end. Yeah, they did. They didn't really. Um, what I like about Higuain is he finds the space in the box. Yeah, effortlessly. Do you not think they already had a player that could do that though in Giroud, and the Sari is just unwilling to play him? Yes, yes, and no. Higuain will score more goals than Giroud would. I think. Fair enough. I that, think. I think now they've got Higuain and Giroud. I think that's like the perfect like two to have. Yeah, and Hazard, of course. Yeah, Hazard out on the left, drifting. I just personally just think that Sari's tactics are going to hold back Chelsea. Yeah. Is this, I know there was this talk last week after uh, the, uh, the Bournemouth game and again, people saying he's unwilling to change his system and stuff like that. Do you think his job is under pressure at the end of the season? Maybe not imminently, but... In a League Cup final. League Cup final. Are they still in the FA Cup? Yes, I think so. Two trophies available. If he doesn't make the top four, he'll be fired. That'll be. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll make top four personally. I think it'll be. I think Arsenal will get it personally. But all we'll uh, all luck aside, though, the difference in quality between the two sides was oh, it's huge, ridiculous. It's I huge. quite like I quite like the Huddersfield boss though. Yeah, I think we said last week he's. Uh, it just seems like a really nice guy and I think they'll there's definitely been a, a difference in their sort of play yeah it'll be hard for them to get out of the championship though next season yeah because they'll lose a lot of players yeah um, alright then Cardiff played Bournemouth it was 2-0 to Cardiff um, again one of those handballs I'm, I'm, the hand up I in still, the air was I've, it a penalty I've written here what on earth is Cook doing to concede the penalty He's almost elbowed it like this. Yeah, it, I don't know why. He's, I don't know why you'd I, like. What makes you put your arm in the air like that? I, you, I mean, I've know, jumped up for balls in my in my. You've time. jumped we're up hey, for balls, hey, have you? We're hey. we're. I've jumped up to win headers for balls before, and uh, never have I felt like I need to put my arms up. The, in the only air. thing I can think is, is he's just completely mistimed his jump, and just like. Lost all balance because yeah. he didn't complain about it. Did no, he? it wasn't like he was like, "Oh, he has pushed me." He was just like, "I don't quite know how that's happened." Yeah, it was so stupid. But Reed dispatched the penalty well. Um, Bournemouth couldn't really make their possession count. They hit the bar. Etheridge really. That was an unreal save. Oh yes, because that a... would have probably just dipped under the bar, yeah. and he's fingertips to it. Yeah, he's fingered it. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Tell us um, on your mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, tired. God. I'm tired. Okay. Um, Whatever you say. Born, yeah, Bournemouth had about 75% of possession in the first half or something. Couldn't really do anything with it. And straight into the second half, Bobby Reid makes it two. Um, Fastest second half goal of the Premier League season to yes. double the lead. Um, I think it was sort of written in the stars a little bit for Cardiff to win that game. Have you seen uh, Nantes are like demanding the transfer? Yeah, it's on my list of things to talk about. Yeah. We'll talk about it now. Um, I think Cardiff are meant to pay the first £5 million instalment like imminently. 
but I th- they just want to see isn't it the documentation from like the investigation or something they well just- they're waiting for I mean Cardiff will be insured and Cardiff will be waiting for insurance money on this yeah I just think it's a bit in- insensitive I think it's insensitive to make it public and whoever's do- I don't think personally I don't think that'll have come from nonce gotta be very careful with that team name nonce yeah <laughs> Um, you nonce. Yeah, yeah, probably it just, shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, uh, the Adam Johnson team. Um, I just think it is a mad thing to ask for at this moment in time when they've just found the plane and just found a body in the yeah. plane and they haven't identified it yet, and they still haven't found the second body. So I don't know where that is. So it does seem like a bit of a weird time. But like you say, it was written in the stars for Cardiff to win this game, and Neil Warnock showed his uh, showed his softer side shall we say after the final whistle uh, and it could have been three if Zahor had put his chance away but um, a, a vital win for Cardiff it puts them right back in the race to stay up um, I think they sit on they're sat on 22, 22 points yeah. now and um, if we look at the teams above one more win and one of Burnley Southampton only Castle are in the relegation zone looking like Burnley there but the only thing that is annoying for Cardiff is their goal difference is minus 24 minus yeah. 20 for Burnley minus 15 for Southampton and minus 12 for Newcastle do you know what was really nice to see Neil Warnock has a human side to him well I don't know this is why I don't understand why he puts this front on for for all this time and the season or for his whole career he's had this front of him being just a just a twat well you can actually see he's like quite a gen like he can be quite a genuine guy I think he was really looking forward to working with Emiliano Salah yeah although I've heard that actually Salah didn't really want to go to Cardiff I've been reading an article that like he just lived in a really like quiet French village where he could just like walk his dog without being bothered by like Pap uh huh uh, and, quite and the, happy and the only that. reason he went was because his wages were being like quadrupled fuck well it's sad isn't it but yeah Bournemouth, um, unbelievably consistent, uh, inconsistent, <laughs> sorry. Unbelievably consistent at losing yeah. at the moment. Uh, well, they beat Chelsea 4-1, uh, 4-0 last week, lose 2-0 to Cardiff this week. I bet they're glad they went on that run at the start of the season. Yeah, I mean, they're not falling particularly far down the table, but I mean, no. they were two points off that seventh place uh, spot, and they're now five points off. And Brooks is out for four weeks. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's a good player, him. He's a good player, him. Think he'll still be there next year? Where's he going to go? Another season. Yeah. If he has another season like he has this season, I think he'll be at a a next-tier club, and Everton will pay £50 for him or something, won't they? Um, More money than sense. Uh, Cardiff plays Southampton on Saturday at home. Just think, Hassan Hootel Southampton will have too much for them. Two nil. Cardiff at home though. Mm. Two nil Southampton. Two one Southampton. Do you know what we should do next year? Go on. We should do like a chart each each game Uh, week, and then like a Premier League table as predicted by me, and a Premier League table as predicted by you. Newcastle will be top of the league. But we'll make a prediction like at the start of the season where teams are going to finish, and then we'll see what actually happens. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and it will just make us both look like we 
well, right, yeah, that's a good idea. It'll prove that we know nothing, we'll which remember that. We, that's what we think. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I'm going to go for score draw. One, one all, probably. Okay. Like that. We could compare our like results against like Mark Lawrenson's as well because he does. Well, Mark like, was, I mean, Liverpool have won the league for about ten years. Yeah. For Mark Lawrenson. Um, all right. Palace versus Fulham. It finished two 0 to Palace. Uh, very similar penalty in the Palace game to what there was in uh, the Cardiff game. Who was it? Roy Keane that slagged Cyrus Christie off, like a few months ago. Probably. Yeah. He's well, not that good a player, you know. Justifiably, he's yeah. been shocking. As I said before, there's a reason Derby let him go on a free transfer. He's been shit. Yeah, he's been shit. Also, um, he's called Cyrus. Yeah, that's, that's not going to help. Um, Milivojevic obviously slotted that penalty away. It was another stone wall handball. He scored really. 15 of his 17 Premier League penalties, and that was his seventh seventh goal of the season. Which for a central midfield player, he was Palace's top scorer last year with 11. Classic. Um, Benteke so Michi Basuai signs and Benteke suddenly turned into a footballer I don't know what's happened to him but he did one of the best overhead kicks I think I've seen in the Premier League if that goes in it's like it's like goal of the season material it was quality I thudded the crossbar he was very very unlucky do Um, you think he's gone shit they've just got Michi Basuai in yeah I think he should have been going shit there playing Jordan Ayew up front yeah Ben Teke so are you watching yeah Wee. see what I did there uh, <laughs> um, Batshuayi then came on a bit later in the game and uh, did unbelievable bit of skill to uh, have to get the shot away yeah I feel a bit sorry for I feel a bit sorry for Sergio Rico because he's like pulled off all these saves. He then, is. Like, uh, well, I think it says a lot when he's stayed in net and uh, Bonatini, Bettinelli, Bettinelli. But he won't Bonatini's be in the next uh, Wolves striker. That's Wolves gone striker. Out yeah, they're all the same. Um, but he was getting in the England. I remember questioning the fact that he was in the England squad. He won't be in the next one. He better bloody not be because he was. He's fucking awful. Well, Southgate will pick four keepers, and it'll be. Butland, Pickford, Heaton, and Foster. Uh, who was the other one? I was going to say Foster. McCarthy. It'll be McCarthy. McCarthy. Foster. Uh, Schlup put it away. Uh, how big will Bashwai be for Palace? Will he Huge, keep him up? guaranteed safety. Cool. Fulham, no shots on target. Still haven't won an away game in the Premier League this season, and have picked up two points on the road. They're now. Seven points from safety. Should they have had a penalty? Tomkin shove on Mitrovic. No. No. But I think it was. Do you? The throw-ins come in and Tomkins has basically gone in his back. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of last week when Mitro just basically fell over. Um, yes, yeah. he should have. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, such a stupid tackle. That's why. But we, but we see them every week and we see them not given. Because when James Tompkins was like young at West Ham, I was like, he, he, could, he, be could, a he could be a player, but he's thick as pig shit. He is thick, like. He is I mean, thick. I'm sorry if he hears this and disagrees with me. He's probably got like an A level in Latin or something, but common sense. Does an A level in Latin make you clever? It makes you good at Latin. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't stop you from pushing over Serbian strikers, though. 
True. To be fair, I'd push over a Serbian striker. I'd push over Mitrovic. Um, Fulham again. Going down. Going down. Going down. Well, that's the end of that. Then they'll keep. They'll keep like. They'll keep us interested. How many of those players are going to leave? Oh, they do go down. Uh, Right. Let's let's have a little thing then. Right. We'll go from back to front. Sergio Rico. No, he'll stay. Well, let me get the starting lineup for the weekend, and we'll go through that team. Uh, just while I get it up, tell tell me a joke. Um, right, I've got it up. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't want you to tell me a joke. No, you probably um, don't want me. Sergio to. Rico. He'll stay. Uh, Adoy. He'll stay. Le Marchand. He'll stay. Reem. I think he'll stay because he's old. Christie. Uh, he'll stay because he's shit no one will want him Byron Byron Joe Byron he'll stay because I've never heard of him he was at uh, Bristol City had a really good season for Bristol City yeah, last he'll, year. Stay. yeah he'll stay uh, Seri he'll go doesn't want to play championship football Chambers he's on loan yeah Kearney he'll, he'll go yeah he won't want to play championship football Mitrovic he won't want to play championship football Babel he'll go I think bench. he's only on a six, six yeah, month contract. Yeah, he's on a six month deal, isn't he? Uh, Ryan Sessignon. He'll go. Uh, Vieto. He'll go. He's on loan as well, I think. Fosu Mensa. Uh, he's on, is he on loan from United? Is he on loan? He is, yeah. Yeah, well, he'll be going. You know, he rejected. Uh, he rejected. He won't. He rejected the chance to uh, leave Fulham because he was having a. Everyone saying he's having a fucking nightmare time, which he is, and Fulham want, Fulham were like, "Oh, we'll send you back." Yeah, he was probably like, going no. out on the piss in London every night, isn't he? Yeah. Ranieri said, "If Manchester United want him, he can go because he hasn't played often, and I understand." I think Man United want him. <laughs> At this moment, for me, it's important to achieve our goal, which is to save Fulham from relegation I suppose Ranieri's had enough time to get this Fulham side out of trouble yeah they're going to keep us interested that's going to be entertaining yeah I I think those two are gone yeah I think the bottom three will stay how it is but I think those two are gone Um, alright Brighton versus Watford 0-0 we won't stay on this game too long because it was fucking dog shit but Ben Foster was unreal go on tell me about Brighton five points in the last nine games going into this yeah Five without a win. So six in the last ten. Five games without a win now. That is relegation form. That is. How does Hutton halt this slide? Um. Well, they need to come up against a keeper who's not in as good form as Ben Foster. That would help. Yeah, he was unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. <sighs> They're clearly playing for the manager. Cause look at the way like Lewis Dunk was like he literally like. Got his, but I've written Dunk yeah, he, quite he, literally put his body on the line in defence. Yeah, he literally put his head like, he was like on the head, wall. It was like Terry-esque in the 2010 <laughs> yeah. World Cup. You know, Javi Grazia yeah. has now managed the most games of any Watford manager in the Premier League. Wow. 39. 39. Only 39. Only 39. That's mad. So that's telling it? me that on average they get a season. But I yeah. think they'd been mad to get rid of him. Well, we had this conversation a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah. I think it was last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if he'll go, but I think uh, it'll cross the minds of Watford's owners for them to say, 
you know what my favourite Ben Foster save was from the overhead kick? Because yeah. like, if he like dives, he probably doesn't get it, but he like waits and like slides with his feet. Yeah, it was a good one. It was Tech a good is. one. Um, I mean, there's nothing else really to talk about. It was Watford, a shit game. Watford didn't create anything. They were very, very lucky to come away with a point. I thought uh, Ben Foster. I think Watford's tweet was, um, "This is a this is quite a hard one this week. Like, who's our man of the match?" And it was like Ben Foster's right arm, Ben Foster's left arm, Ben Foster's right leg, or Ben Foster's left leg. Brilliant. Was man of the match. Um, Watford play Everton on Saturday. Oh, go on! Watford win. Marco Silva fired. Oh, really? <laughs> I won't get fired, but Mark, Watford win. I'm I just mean, being controversial. Go on, Watford. I'm going to go Watford win as well. Yeah, one two one. Two one. One goal, one goal difference. And the late kickoff on Saturday is Brighton versus Burnley. Oh. Another good one in Brighton's current form. Brighton are getting sucked into this relegation battle. Yeah, they'll be looking. They'll be looking down, won't they? Um, and that's almost the worst place to come from. Yeah, if Burnley win this game, Brighton are right in it. Yeah, I'm going to go for a two-all draw. I'm going to go for a Burnley win, one-nil. Brighton two up, but Burnley to come back. You think? Yeah. Wow, that's specific. Um, Alright, on to Sunday then So uh, the first game on Sunday was Leicester versus Manchester United It finished 1-0 to Manchester United Another like meh game really uh, Leicester have only scored one goal In the first 15 minutes of matches this season But have conceded 11 in that time Slow the starters any Premier League side. Yeah, They've now definitely. lost four in a row at home as well Yeah, and this week was no different, really. Um, lovely ball over the top by Pogba to, for Rashford to finish. I've written, what is Ricardo doing? Puel must be in disbelief. I think... he's. It looks like he's expecting Mendy to run for the ball, like to push the game forward. Who, who was commentating on the game? Gary Neville. He said as a full-back, one of the, the first things you were taught... Uh, you play it into the channel if you're going short and if that's not on you go long Yeah. and he's done neither yeah he's just passed it to Pogba passed it to Pogba do you know what Pogba's probably gone thanks yeah exactly Exactly. so is Rashford Puel must have his head in his hands when stuff like that happens yeah definitely um, no, another goal for Rashford yeah sixth in ten games under uh, Solskjaer his tenth of the season uh, he could have already scored before that as well. He missed a pretty simple chance. Yeah. Um, United have won all four of their away games under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, having not won any of their last four away games under Mourinho. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, Mendy challenge on Herrera. Red. Red. The Out only control and high. Out control and high, but the reason I think he's not got a red is because Herrera's foot wasn't planted. Yeah. So you don't get that crunch on leg. But does it take a broken it's leg? Not for out, it's not out. It shouldn't be outcome based. Yeah, exactly. Do, do, does it take a broken leg for someone to say that's a red card? Was it shocking? That's just stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then, but regardless of that, he should have got a second yellow in the second half. Yeah, but so should Matic. Yeah. I mean, consistent refereeing, but consistent, yeah, consistent shit, refereeing. shit refereeing. To be fair, I don't think he saw the Mendy one. He's not looking. I don't think he saw the... Um, well, he actually gave a free kick to Man United for the uh, Matic one. Yeah. Um, which is mad. Uh, Luke Shaw, I want to talk about. Uh, he played really well. I think he created three chances for Manchester mm-hmm. United from left-back, which isn't bad. Uh, he also gave away a silly free kick where De Gea made a fantastic save from Gazal, I think it was. 
Um, is Luke Shaw in the England plan? Yeah, I think him and Chilwell are the left backs at the moment. Would you start would, on Saturday's form? Eng, England left back versus England left back. Who are you picking on Saturday's form alone? Yeah, well, probably Shaw because boom. In recent weeks, who are you picking? Say since Christmas. I've not seen enough of Shaw to displace Chilwell, so I'm going to go with Chilwell. I'm going to reward some Fair. good performances before Christmas, but those those two will be in the squad. I think Danny Rose hasn't put enough games together, no. but he's a great third option. Um, beyond that, yeah, yeah, you're a uh, slim pickings, really. Um, De Gea again keeping Man United in the game with first from Vardy's overhead kick from the free kick. Yeah, and Gazal's free kick, which is going straight into the top corner, and he actually saves. You know that when Harvey Barnes like got in and just like smashed it across yeah, goal, De Gea actually save. got a hand away. I mean, I don't think it was going in. But How, he, do you think? Obviously, they've triggered this extra year on De Gea's contract. Do you think he's going to sign a new contract? Well, I think he's more likely to now with Courtois going to Real Madrid last season. Do you yeah, see? but then. Like you can't, he can't really argue that he's homesick because he's been there for like seven or eight years. Yeah, if he stays at United, he he is their best ever keeper. How much longer does he have to stay? Five more years, and they to have to win the a Premier League. He's not, he's not won a Premier League, has he? Or has he? I think maybe yeah, in his first has. season. Yeah, but yeah. he'll want to win trophies. He yeah, needs to win definitely. more trophies. He want to win Champions League. What do you think as to him being there? Who's their captain? Valencia. Valencia. Think the will be their next club captain. Probably. Probably. He's the only regular in that team, isn't he? Also, how good has Lindelof been since Solskjaer has come in? I think also it's that I think we said he won Swedish Player of the Year. Mm -hmm. Again, he's he's just given him some confidence to actually go and play some football, which is nice. And. I think it was Gary Neville I was reading said this as well since Solskjaer's come in three of their back four are settled Young at right back Shaw at left back Lindelof and then it's yeah. one of Jones, Smalling but or Bailly I thought Bailly played pretty well on Saturday yeah. as well um, I still think they need a right back and a centre half in the summer oh, I think they need a centre half like big big time Alderweireld Maguire Alderweireld Although they've triggered another year on it. Oh no, but he, his buyout clause is only twenty five mil. Yeah, he'll go. He'll go. To, uh, to Man United. Well Man United play Fulham in the early kickoff at Craven Cottage <laughs> on Saturday. Three 0 United. Uh I'm gonna go three one. I think Fulham get one. Okay. Just hope it's not Metro. Early Sunday kickoff, Spurs versus Leicester. Good game this. Leicester can pull this out of the bag. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one nil Leicester. Yeah, okay. They'd be my tip for this weekend. Cause a surprise. I'm gonna go five goal thriller. Bloody hell! Which way? There'll be five goals, but it might be four one to Spurs. Okay. It's one of those that the game could just like get blown wide yeah. open. Or it could be nil-nil. Uh, I see Son causing Leicester's defence problems. Depends where he plays. Yeah. Is Kane back? No. Is Ali back? I think Lorente will play against Maguire. Probably. Uh, or maybe not. 
they might put Lucas Moura in there and play mm. like uh, play it a little bit more. Yeah, they've been put, keep it on the floor. Basically. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's good with his feet though, Maguire, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. True. Um, all right then. Late cock, uh, late kick off on Sunday was uh, Man City versus Arsenal. It finished three one to Manchester City, and Aguero scores early again, forty six seconds. What's he doing? Poor form. It was twenty four the game. Yeah, so. I know. He's getting worse. Uh, he's like Messi. Uh, more terrible Arsenal defending. What was Awobi doing on the edge of the box? Just we talked about Dillian and Dalian on the ball last week. Awobi's done it there and they've suffered the consequences but they've got no way out all 11 players are back in the box but just boot it long lad boot yeah, it long just get it out um, for me though not the first mistake of the day Emery's what? tactics team selection what would you have done? well I looked at the list of players and I thought well they're going five at the back they're going like a 3-4-3 three, three type thing uh-huh. he, he changed to a 3-4-3 three, it was a three-four-three three at some point. Yes. Later in. But the it game. was like he was trying to. These are the eleven players I want to play. Burr. Shoehorn it in. <laughs> Burr. Well, yeah. he's not. He's played Guardiola in twelve meetings and he's yet to win. Yeah. So that for me says he's guessing a bit with how to counter City in terms of tactics. I think like United had. A, the way they played against Spurs was brilliant with the like four four two diamond with two wide forwards. I think that could have worked. Yeah, that could have worked. But Ramsey wasn't playing. They because they could have kept their. F- but then City, by comparison, four three three sort of defensive setup. But then when they went into attack, Walker didn't bomb on, and Fernandinho stepped into midfield. So it made a sort of a three two five. Yeah, because that's where Arsenal struggled defensively because City's like they didn't have fullbacks bombing on because they just had a back three of Laporte, um, Otamendi, and Walker, uh-huh. and then Fernandinho and uh, Gundogan like dictating from the middle, and then just five forwards just like bombing on. Well, the way that I saw later because I only, I only saw bits of this game, um, but later on in the game, what I saw was uh, Arsenal with the back five, and then what City did was they sat Bernardo Silva and Raheem Sterling in as like essentially if you if Arsenal were playing a back five instead of a back three which they were where the full backs would, should be mm-hmm. so and then De Bruyne would just go over double up on Kolasinac for example give it to Bernardo Silva and that's where all the joy would come from it was mainly the other side the Sterling side where they, joined, where they got all three goals from um, do you think Aguero should have had a penalty in the first half yes undoubtedly but yeah. then I think that's been made up the, with his third goal got to stand so like people saying oh that third goal shouldn't have counted because it does hit his arm I think the the penalty claim is an extravagant fall and that's why he doesn't get it but I agree it is a penalty I also don't think that he would have got to the ball before the keeper but that doesn't detract yes. from the fact that it's a foul. Yeah, I think you're right there. Let me ask you this question. Play devil's ad- advocate for a minute. If that's a defender sliding in to get the ball mm-hmm. and that ball goes out for a corner, is that a handball? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I think his arms in for into his body and the ball's bounced off 
obviously it's come really quickly from Leno and it's bounced up and it's it has gone in off his arm I agree but at the same time like he can't help that you see what I'm saying yeah so like I don't think that would have been given as a penalty so I don't think Aguero should be punished for it not being for it coming off his arm when it he doesn't like I mean it's not Diego Maradona you know what I mean he's not like pushed it into the ball into the goal with his hand yeah I, I see where you're coming from I see where you're coming from it's like, like it's not intentional is it yeah no, but he has gained an advantage from it that is true that is true I'm happy that the goal stood it's like a very tight offside call. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't see that with the naked eye. It's like brushed his arm. Yeah, uh, I thought Leno had a fairly decent game for Arsenal, though. Yeah, he's probably one of the few positives from that game. What What do you see as any positives for Arsenal from that game? They're just vulnerable. They're vulnerable. Vulnerable zonal. Oh uh, no, that was that for. Arsenal's equaliser I just thought City got the zonal marking wrong yeah happens City have won 50 points from 27 games versus the top 6 under Guardiola good going good yes very good going Um, Man City play Chelsea late on Sunday at the Etihad City win close game 1-0 1-0 uh, it's currently in the 94th minute and City are still winning 1-0 but apparently who scored Laporte, for City? Laporte yeah Laporte oh no it doesn't matter I thought it was saying that he should have been sent off but it's not um, go on Man City Chelsea 1-0 City 1-0 City and Huddersfield play at Arsenal at uh, Huddersfield 2-0 Arsenal 2-0 Arsenal Um so that win for Man City late on Sunday put all the pressure on Liverpool to go back out and regain their five point lead could they do it? No they couldn't it was West Ham 1 Liverpool 1 and they were very very lucky uh, Mane's goal in the first I think it was in the 22nd minute or something Milner was offside for what is the linesman doing? he's like watching the game he's watching yeah. Lallana do uh, Cruyff turns <laughs> Don't you think Lalana does Cruyff turns like an old age pensioner? Yes. Like he's great, Lalana. If he could get ten games in a row for Liverpool, he would be fucking quality. But he can't get those that game. He can't get yeah. that game time. Um. But West Ham hit back immediately and deserved their equaliser as well. I thought they were the better side before Liverpool went ahead. Personally, um, Mikel Antonio with the with the goal. Do you think this puts pressure on Liverpool now, uh, like to hang on to this lead? Are they on the ropes, basically? It shouldn't, but it's going to put that seed of doubt into their head because they're still like three points clear. I mean, they're now going to be level on points, aren't they? If City win. Yes, but City are top on goal difference. Yeah, but they've got a game, played a game more. Yes. Um, Can Liverpool handle the pressure? No. Can they shite? If <laughs> Liverpool win the league, I'm going to move away for a couple of weeks. It's going to be. I'm going to move away until the season after, unless they win the league again, and then I'm going to just move to a different country. Yeah, it's just going to be just going to be. It's going to be horrific. Arigi had a shot saved in the last minute. Should he have scored? 
Yes. Was it offside? Yes, yeah, it, was. it was. It was yeah. like a yard offside. Um, it's an interesting one at the minute because I think all the pressure is on Liverpool, but as soon as Liverpool goes second in the league, I think they'll be like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Because they have not coped well with being top of the league, which is why, for me, they won't win it. I saw a stat the other day, and it was like, oh, since like the start of December, uh, like the start of December, Liverpool were 10 points clear of City, but... I hate stats like this because Liverpool have never actually been 10 points clear. They've only been 10 points clear when they've played first and then City haven't. Yeah. So it's like, it's a bit misleading. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, Liverpool play Bournemouth at the weekend against one of their two South Coast feeder teams. What are you looking for? Oh, I just... I thought I hadn't put the mic in my bag. Oh, okay. Probably should look in my bag first. <laughs> Liverpool versus Bournemouth at Anfield. Liverpool win... I'm going to go for draw. Okay. Another draw for Liverpool. I'm going to go twos each. Uh, Crystal Palace versus West Ham, who were brilliant, by the way. We have to mention that. that oh, I like like the look of that game, that London derby. It's a three o'clock on Saturday. See, that's a game that could be a dour nil-nil, but it could be like four all yeah. as well. You know, West Ham had lost their previous three games before drawing against Liverpool. I think we'll get another draw. They were very good in the yeah. first half. They were. Created a lot of chances. Snodgrass had a really good chance later in the second half as well to put them 1 0 up. Um, I feel like when Anderson Silva plays well, West Ham play well. Do you mean Felipe Anderson? Felipe Anderson. I say Anderson Silva every fucking week. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a, a score draw here, uh, like 3 3. Uh huh. Is that what you're going for? Score draw. Score draw. Score ball. Score Right, we're going to do it, and that's all the games from the weekend. Uh, we don't need to talk about Bolton. We don't need to talk about Bolton. They lost again. Um, well, maybe, should we make a deal? Let's only talk about Bolton when they win. Yep, sound. Like the next time we talk about Bolton, it'll be when they've won. Uh, we're going to start a new feature, mm-hmm. aren't we? This is going to replace our questions feature. It's going to still involve people because people are going to vote during the week. Um, it's called. Is that because no one replies to our questions? No, that's no. Oh, we, we have loads cha- of replies we, to our questions. We're just changing it up. We're just changing it up for a bit. We might go back to the questions at some point, but our new feature is called Hero to Zero, and uh, it's from the from the week that we've just had, and we're going to talk about a hero from the week and someone. Are we just going to throw some names out there? No, it's going to be one person, and you're going to tell us why. Josh only found out about this just before we started the podcast, so he might not be able to explain it as much. Although I have. Not much detail at all. Oh, because on this, on the similar, on the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is on the rugby pod that I listen to. Shout out to Andy Good, Jim Hamilton, yeah. and uh, shout all out those to these boys. famous people. Yeah, who um, don't know who. We so are. he like he like throws out some options that he like yeah. considered, but then says, "But this is who I'm going." Oh, okay, for. right, we can do that. Yeah. Like honourable mentions. Yeah. Okay. So he says like so he'll say like the good this week, and then we'll like list some candidates. But he says, "But I'm going to have to give it to." Alright, let's do let's do that. Okay. Alright, so go on. Do you want to go first? Or what are we doing? Hero, hero, or zero. First. hero. Hero first. So go on, I'm just having a look down here. Um Sergio Aguero, another Premier League hat trick. How do you think he scored three goals from a combined smaller distance? The combined Probably distance not. must have been like six yeah. yards. Um yeah, he's gotta be up there. 
Are these uh, honourable mentions or are these? Uh, is, is are you going for Aguero or is your official? Mm, well, I think you know Rashford and Redmond should be there or thereabout, continuing their scoring streak. Uh, Gonzalo Higuain for getting oh. a couple of goals, but the hero I'm going to go for Son. Son, just for the impact he's having. Cool. Right, my honourable mentions. We'll go Aguero, of course. Um, ben Foster. Honorable oh, shout. Ben Foster. But my hero this week is Vincent Company. Oh, okay. Because he had his uh, charity ball thing yesterday and he said that he's donating all of his earnings this season to the homeless in Manchester. So he That's is my, excellent. He is my actual hero of the week. Is that um, because you're homeless in Manchester? Eh? Is well, that because you're homeless I will in- be. I will be if I have to move away from here. I mean, technically, you are homeless in Manchester because you don't have a home in Manchester. That's, I mean, that is fair. Um, go on then. Your zero then. Uh, I'm afraid there's only one candidate for this. Go on. Actually, no. Honorable mention of Marco Silva. Tit. Um, <laughs> the f- the referee in the Chelsea Huddersfield game. Ah. Uh. Um. Oh, someone I didn't give. I could have given Bobby Reed for hero. He could have he, he was mentioned. Uh, I'm gonna have to go for Debravka. I'm afraid. What is this racism? Northern racism towards is he me Serbian today. as well? Uh, he's no, he's uh, Slovakian, I think. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Debravka. It's just much so, worse performances this week than Debravka. But it like her high-profile mistake. Right. Uh, okay. My honourable mentions, not honourable, unhonourable mentions, go to the referee in the Burnley game. Yeah. Fair. They go to Paul Pogba for being Paul Pogba. They go. He'll be there. He'll be regularly in a regular the feature. Zero. Clown of yeah, the week. Clown of the week. Uh, the other, my other zero goes to Nance for. Ask it or for to, ho- to non slash Cardiff. It's a bit homophobic though, for mate. for for all of the nonces out there. No, or for to I nearly said it again. Nonce slash Cardiff for leaking this story. Whoever's leaked it yeah. about asking for the money. Leaked but my, probably wasn't the best choice of word there, mate. Yeah, not gonna for, lie. For, <laughs> fucking hell. Sorry. <laughs> If anybody didn't notice, we had to cut some of Josh's <laughs> jokes from the podcast the other week. I was quoting yeah. <laughs> other people, but I did find them amusing. Yeah. Um, but my zero this week goes to the linesman at the London Stadium. Not, uh, okay. Not only for his awful decision, but also his awful haircut. I don't know if Fair. you saw it. No. It was like, he had it, it basically looked like yours, but... Uh, no, I'm joking, didn't. It was like it looks much better than no, that. No, my, my hair at the moment is terrible. It was like scraped back like this, but then he had like the he had like the line cut. Oh dear! And it was like you know that gift that's uh, I can't remember what the actor's name is, and he it's like an old man. He walks in with a skateboard, and he's like he's cut backwards, and he's like, "Hello, young friends." Is it like it is. me in twenty yeah, years? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hello, it, young friends. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it was uh, yeah, it was terrible. But yes, so my hero, Vincent Company, and my zero, um, the linesman at the London Stadium, and your hero was Aguero, uh, was Son, and your zero was 
Dubravka. So what we're going to do is we're going to put a post on Instagram. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to ask Siri to remind me. Siri, remind me to put a post out on the Instagram tomorrow morning. Okay. I've just got a... Oh, there we go. Uh, I'm just trying to find something from here. I saw a... I'm trying to find the group chat that it was probably in. Uh, a tweet that Ronaldo put out. When was this? Uh, I can't remember where I saw it. He put put it out yesterday. Oh, no, I think I got showed it. It was like, um, thank you to all the entrants of the bo- of the CR7 boys underwear competition. I enjoyed looking through all the pictures. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's a, that's a full part <laughs> there, there was one. He's the zero. Jesus. Um, all right, then. Final thing for the week. JB's tiny, tiny tip. tip. God. Um... What are the odds on Rashford to score a hat-trick at the weekend? Rashford to score a hat-trick. Uh, let's see if I can get that. Rashford to score a hat-trick is... 22-1. Oh, yeah, go on. Can you imagine if he does? I've had an idea for a bet by the way, that might pay off our SoundCloud debt. Okay. A bet for England to win the Six Nations, the Nations League, the Ashes and the Cricket World Cup. I don't know if you can put that on, though. Well, I can put that on, but it's going to take me ages to do it now, so we'll yeah. do it and I'll, I'll do it But uh, let me know what here. the odds are, because I reckon the odds will be something like 400 to 1. Well, we'll do, we'll do it post... Uh, post um, I'd be happy to put a tenner on that. Would you really? Yeah. You're going to give me a tenner, like? Yeah. All right, sound. Let's but do I'll put I'll put a fiver on, and you can put a fiver on. We'll do it okay. together. Yeah. Yeah, but you're gonna blame me if this goes tits up. Well, you'll just. Or I think. Do I owe you a McDonald's or something? Yeah, you do. What for? Because Warnock wasn't sacked before Christmas. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I wish he mm. had been. Um, Did Mourinho last until after Christmas? No. No. Can't no. No. God, third season, man. Third season syndrome. Anyway, anything else to say to our avid listeners? No, I don't think so. What, all six of them? Yes, Only well... stop promoting this Well, actually, better. next week we might have some super exciting news. Very exciting. Very exciting I'm very excited. And jo- Josh is very excited about this. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. It means that this. I'll get to be like a tit with people watching me. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is a little clue, but it's not. We've already had a guess at what it is. Somebody said it was uh, Jaff Vlog, but it's not Jaff Vlog. So who guessed that? Simeon guessed that. Jaff, can you imagine? Jaff, hi vlog. guys. Yeah, I'm at, I can't. Just, you know, uh, so I've just, I've just woken up. I've yeah, had, I've had my vitamins. I don't think it's like a daily Jaff Vlog. I think yeah. it was like more. Thank, like, thanks to all the fans. I'm just going through my clothes. <laughs> off to the gym. And okay, I'm gonna have that's my like that. hipster shake. My coffee with like. It's been blended Are you okay, Josh? by like Tibetan monks or something. <laughs> no, I just hate hipsters. No, so it's not Jaff Vlog, but it is something that's super exciting. We're going to get Josinho on. Uh, maybe next week. We'll see. So you're going to announce available. it? Um, well, I don't think he's going to announce it, but he is part of this uh, new thing that's going to happen. And Arr. we're going to confirm how to uh, 
do things on the podcast next week. We're going to be uh, doing bits on the pod. We're going to be doing bits on the pod. Um, thank you very much for listening. I quite enjoyed this. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been been lovely. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye.